0: The Atlantic provinces in Canada average barely one tornado per year. But that is since record-keeping began, and our story today is from 1879. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. So let's find out right now as we dial back the TDIWH time machine gauge to August 6, 1879, This Day in weather history. Today we have another tilt with a twister, but this one takes us back to a time when the American Civil War had only ended 14 years prior, and the United States was still suffering through their post-war struggles. They called it the Wild West. And as of this date, only three years ago, the National League of Professional Baseball Clubs was formed, and with that, professional baseball had sprung to life. So this is just a touch of perspective as to how long ago 1879 actually is, and how formidable those years were for the new world as it was considered back then. Tornadoes in the country of Canada are most commonly associated with their three prairie provinces, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. We've already had a few days in weather history dedicated to Manitoba tornadoes that were so powerful it was essential that they be remembered. We did this just yesterday. But this region, the Atlantic region, might see a few weak tornadoes, but there's usually only a 10% chance of a severe thunderstorm actually even producing one at all. In the studies that have happened ever since that day, it has been guesstimated that this tornado was as powerful as F3 on the original Fujita scale, meaning by modern standards, It would've packed winds between 158 and 206 miles per hour, which translates to 255 to 331 kilometer per hour winds, and that would cause severe damage. How severe? Well, typical with an F3 strength tornado, uh, you would see roofs and walls being torn off. Well-constructed houses, I make that important because there could not have been this at that time compared to the criteria that we have today. This would have been strong enough for trains to get overturned most trees in a forest to be uprooted and heavy cars lifted off the ground and thrown yet again no cars at this time so this would have therefore done a ton of damage to a far more fragile infrastructure welcome to year two of this podcast right now you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider but there's also the daily podcast video short They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Okay, so I told you all of that to tell you this. Let's get back to its strength. If it was strong and powerful enough to do modern-day severe damage to property and items that simply were not around in 1879, let alone even invented, it is no wonder that this was as deadly as it was. It was reported that five people died in this tornado that hit the small seaside town of Boktush. It injured 10 others and rendered 25 families homeless and is still considered to be the deadliest tornado in New Brunswick's history. In the newspaper of the time, the Woodville Advocate on August 21, 1879, there was the headline that read, and I quote, Terrific Cyclone and Waterspout in New Brunswick. Under that was the byline, quote, The town of Bukhtush nearly destroyed. Followed by this, Terrible destruction of life and property. The article, reprinted from its original version from the Moniteur Acadien on August 11th, opens with this quote about one o'clock on Wednesday afternoon, the sky was covered with thick clouds and heavy thunder was heard in the distance. That's right, on August 6, 1879, the people of Booktush, New Brunswick, realized that tornadoes can indeed happen anywhere in Canada, so long as the conditions are right. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you if you have an idea Go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there. Very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is August the 7th, and we're only going back to the year 2020 for what happened in Verdon, Manitoba. So far on this podcast, we have hit some pretty epic tornadoes. We've had the EF5 we've talked about, obviously, from Eli, Manitoba. We've had already this week the EF4 from Alonza. And now for tomorrow, we're going to hit up the details of the EF3 in Verdon, Manitoba. That's all tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.